Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. to yet another edition of the Thought Police. This is the first time, Matt, that we're doing two podcasts in a week. I know. So I don't want you to be, you know, in any way intimidated I feel exhausted by already. the fact that you might be worn out uh, <laughs> and have, you know, we've spoken already. Yeah. Earlier on this week, we talked about the amazing sporting weekend, but I think it's time to return uh, to matters at hand in the world of politics. You're Matt Kelly, editor of the New European. Have you ever been told by anyone in your career as a journalist that you can't do something, that you can't run a story, that you can't um, invade somebody's privacy, that you can't, um, you know, break a national secret. I mean, have you ever been in that sort of situation? Not, not to, not to the degree that we're seeing now. I mean, mm. I've been told by proprietors, yeah. steer clear of this. You have know, you? To, yeah, I have. Because you see, I never really have. Yeah. People always say to me, "Well, when you were in Fleet Street, it must have been." The way the case that you were, you know, doing Rupert Murdoch's bidding, or you know, somebody was telling you that you couldn't run particular stories. I've never actually had it. Maybe I've just been lucky. Well, I was at, so when I was at the Mirror, yeah, um, there were, and it's only literally two or three times over the course of eighteen years mm. when somebody has said, "If we do this, uh, it's not a great story, but it will screw up a huge advertising contract." Right. And I have to be honest with you and say that you know, a the decision wasn't mine, right. but you know, the, the tendency was as newspaper revenues collapsed that you got more and more likely to yeah. agree to that kind of thing. Right. And that, that is a big problem now because, you know, in the old days when I started with mm. The Mirror, I remember the editor standing on the, you know, with his one foot up on the back bench just yeah. telling the managing director to F off, right. you know, and shove you. Right. Well, because in the old days, you know. basically advertisers were honoured to be in the paper That's because right. it used to be, I remember my dad telling me it's the only way you can advertise something completely nationally. From John O'Groats to Land's End, everybody gets the same advert. You can't do that on TV. That's right. And I suppose that's no longer true, one, but it was true in those days. You know? Well, you, you, you see how it's encroaching now on, on, on titles in a very meaningful way. Because, I mean, it's not uh, uncommon now to see a, like a, a, a 10 centimetre advert across right. the bottom of the Daily Mirror, for instance, right. or the Express or whatever. You would never get that in, in our day. But do you and remember, you get wraparound sort of you you get know, wraparound, sponsored yeah. things as well. I mean, the only one, the, the only one I remember us really doing was when Pepsi yeah, launched a that new was the thing blue and Pepsi, we turned the mirror blue. Yeah. And that was a disaster for everyone, including Pepsi. It was absolutely. <laughs> they, they, they turned Concord blue. They did yeah. it all, and they turned the Daily Mirror blue, right. and we, that cost them a million pounds right. to do that for one. 
on it. I think it now sits, does it not, as one of the great marketing fuck-ups. Absolute along like gosh. Along with whatever. What was the other one? Class, Coke Classic was another one. Coke Classic, yeah, that was another yeah. one. Uh, the Hoover giveaway. Yes, Remember the Hoover that? giveaway was brilliant. <laughs> where they had to give away so many, so many holidays. flights. It was holidays yeah, that's and right. flights, wasn't that's it? Right. That they lost they so much They basically gave everybody in Britain a free mm. holiday. Yeah. But to get back to your point, because mm. what we're talking about really is the is this being lent on by, yes. by the police yeah. to not publish stories. Yeah, because in the wake of the ambassadorial... Yeah. Uh, it's got a gate, has it? The ambassador gate? Is it ambassador uh, gate or something like Darrick that? Darrick gate. Darrick gate. So Kim Darrick, yeah. the former ambassador to the United States of America, who has... I don't know whether he's actually quit like, and walks away or whether he's still currently working there. I don't know. Well, he has quit. He's oh, quit. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but what I, I mean is I don't know whether yeah. you know, he's he hangs around or something yeah. like that. I mean, for me, yeah. it would be like, you're out the door, mate. We can't have you handling anything, you know... Uh, you know, so, so just to cover this off, then, are mm. you on the side of of, of, of the uh, value where you say he should just go yes, immediately? Because, I am right. I'm because, on the I'm on the totally opposite side. Because, well, you mean he should stay around and, well, and help with the transition? Well, no, no, no. no I, I just think he should never have been. Oh, fired. I see. Well, he was never fired. He quit because, oh, but, or he should never have been under the pressure. We should have completely supported him to mm. stay because what he did was his job and. It was the leak that was was the disaster. Yes, yeah, but it was the leak not only of the fact that he'd written down the things that he'd written down, yeah. but it was also a leak about, I mean, what we now know about him, for example, that he had been so convinced that Hillary Clinton was going to win the election that he hadn't actually done any schmoozing with the Trump team. That's now, bad, yeah. I know that that's not something that everybody likes to do, and I'm aware of the fact that it might not be that easy to schmooze with Trump's team. However, he was very much a, quote, Obama fan, uh, fan of the Democrats, fan of uh, you know remaining in the European Union, and was beginning to make himself out as if he was that kind of character. Now that's not his job. Mm. His job is to represent Britain, and his job is to be politically neutral. In but my you, view, but you can be professionally politically neutral and still hold personal strong oh, beliefs. Oh, of course. And I'm I, not saying that he shouldn't have said what yeah. he said about Trump. That's yeah. fine. But he should not have made it known to the Trump administration that he was kind of, shall we say, not exactly in their camp. Yeah, the thing I thought He was, should have been better at it. So, Well, that's right. I agree with you completely there. What was completely injudicious was the kind of language he used. Yeah. I mean, there are ways to say things right. without having to... I mean, diplomatic ways yeah. of saying things. However, the fact that this was leaked to Isabel Okashon mm. uh, by somebody, that I thought that was a very malicious, malevolent thing. And, I, you know, I hope if they catch the person, mm. they absolutely... Well, they've now the ruled out any com- any kind of conversation about the Russians, they say, because that was the first thing that everybody went to and went, oh, this is obviously the Russians destabilising the, you know, the, the special relationship between Britain and America. Apparently that's now been poo-pooed and that's not yeah. the case. They now think that it's either a minister of some description yeah. uh, or some kind of civil servant who's pro uh, or more pro-Brexit, perhaps, than, than they should be. Yeah. No, listen, it's a total mess. And one of the reasons I think he had to go was a bit like Alistair Campbell had to leave Downing Street because of the story, he became, became the story. Yeah, that's right. And you can't, and if, the, you know, if, if President Trump refuses to see you and you're the ambassador, I don't think that's a reason for the ambassador to quit yeah. because the ambassador could send somebody else. But I think there was also a lot of noise around the fact that he was becoming a bit of a... Uh, cocktail party specialist really? and quite liked the entertaining side of the job <laughs> without wishing to put too far Although, to be fair, the, I mean, if you believe the Ferrero Rocher adverts, there, yes. is, a, there is a lot well, of that about. There's a lot of Ferrero Rocher's about. And yeah. I've actually been into the American embassy, the British embassy in Washington, um, and it's a magnificent place yeah. and it's well known for hosting the best parties. Yeah. You know, so it's always been a good place to, uh, to operate from. Yeah. I just think he was very unwise. And if you're a diplomat, you're, of course you're going to be two-faced. You're going to be... Uh, telling one thing to one crew crowd and telling one thing to another thing to somebody else, 
But you mustn't ever get caught. Surely the point about being a diplomat is that you don't get caught out. So what about these emails then? So somebody has got them. Someone's mm. passed them on to a journalist yeah. who is a very pro-Brexit journalist. Yeah. And, uh, she well, has... she's now described as a cross between a journalist and an activist, which I think is right. Well, there's a lot of them about it. Yeah, there are. Yeah. And you're one of them. Well, I'm not... No, that's... <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I've opened myself up to that. I possibly could be accused of you that You could now. be accused of that now. In my, only in the context of the New York. But only in the New York. Yeah, I mean, you do your other job. I've got my other Presumably you job. have to be completely and utterly oh, totally, um, you know, yeah. neutral. Totally. totally. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I described my show on Talk Radio as the most balanced show on radio. Yeah. Not everybody would agree with that. But I reckon it is pretty balanced because I have a go at pretty much everybody. And you just come in at it from whatever you feel. Yeah, right exactly. And I'm, you know, I might be more towards Brexit at the moment, but that's yeah. purely and simply because that's what people voted for. So would you? Okay. So here's the thing. Say right. you've got those emails. Yeah. And say you knew you could see with 2020 hindsight the fallout. Yeah. And you're a say you're you believe that Britain's only real way to prosperity in the near term is to do a great deal with Trump. Yeah. Would you feel any compunction to to hide those emails or no i don't think so even I'm, if I'm, you knew it was going to damage the country well one i don't think these emails did damage to the country i think the fact that we've lost an ambassador in washington is of little interest to donald trump i mean you've already seen trump flip-flop on the guy yeah and after saying that he didn't know him um and then you know later when he was when he quit he wishes him well and says i always liked the guy yeah previously yeah. Oh, literally 48 hours but, earlier oh, so by he, the way he, though, he was this, stupid and he was an idiot this is the guy that we're putting all our eggs in the basket well, not really with, you know. not really the point is you have to understand Donald Trump for what he is you know he's a blowhard he, he is a bit of a twat there's no question but he's not doing a terrible job running the country I mean Theresa May might be a very nice woman but she was a shit prime minister she was you know I'll be glad to see the back of her the fact that she's spending the, her final days kind of dancing around yeah. and going to various sporting events to me is a good thing so you're because, so, because it means she can't be doing any more damage to the country okay, I, th- I agree with that so your position is mm that you would have published those emails. What if somebody was going to pay a penalty, a serious penalty, like it would mean the deaths of people or, or well, people throwing Well, then you're asking the WikiLeaks like question because one yes. of the things that came up this weekend was a, a, a guy who I follow on Twitter was asking the question, when Boris Johnson and Jeremy Hunt came out against the statement by the Metropolitan Police uh, Chief, whose name is Neil Bassett, 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 yeah. right? who's previously been in charge of terrorism. He is in charge of counter-terrorism, still in charge of that, I think so, right? yeah. Okay, so this guy comes out with a rather peculiar um, sort of word of advice, if you like, to yeah. journalists, saying if there are more... Because he must have had an inkling there was more of this stuff to come, because the man on Sunday obviously had kept some back, as you would, for the second week. Yeah. Um, and he said, if you've got any more um, documentation or information which has come as a result of this theft or whatever you want to call it then you might be breaking the law so we would encourage you not to publish it yeah and that was where everybody went nuts yeah and said you can't say that yeah Yeah. you i mean it's one thing for the police to come to a newspaper office and say you've broken the law uh we're going to arrest you yeah it's not for them to to say before they do that don't publish that or else we'll arrest you so it's definitely not for a copper to say no a home a home secretary could say something similar and a home secretary could say Look, you know, you published the first week and you didn't, you know, you could argue it's entirely in the public interest yeah. and you didn't know what the fallout was going to be. Now you have specific knowledge of what the fallout is. There is no public interest. So it's a very interesting technical yeah. legal argument. Is it that, is. Is the sort of the face face value public interest mm. then countermanded by your knowledge that actually it's against the broader yeah. public interest because of the damage it's going to do? Well, you so see, what is public interest? Well, like? that's where public interest defence becomes very tricky because yeah. public interest to one person uh, is not the same public interest to another. I mean, two things I would say. 
Jeffrey Cox, who is the Attorney General, has come out and said that none of this information is in breach of the Official Secrets Act, which would appear to suggest that he thinks the material itself is either um, a secret or it's not. Whereas there are some people who say anything that is nicked, uh, which is a confidential um, or classified document, is a breach of the Official Secrets right. Act. Now, I thought you had to sign up to the Official Secrets Act, and obviously a journalist would... Well, yeah, we know. haven't, though. No. I haven't signed it. No, I don't neither have to, is I don't Isabel Oakeshott. I, sure. I don't have to adhere to the Official no. Secrets Act, but what I'm saying is, is that how do you judge yeah. what is an official secret if the judgment is made based on what the information is? For example, is calling President Trump inept uh, and his administration chaotic, is that a breach of the Official Secrets Act? Not necessarily. It's not a bloody secret. Well, it's it? not a secret, is it? And it's not really even news. <laughs> but, you know, the point is that if it comes from a document which yeah. is meant to be secret, yeah. is it then a breach? Now, my point would still be, as a journalist, I would want to run it. I'm not sure what the uh, editor of the Mail on Sunday, Ted Verity's kind of um, compunction was to run it. Because while it's a great scoop, it doesn't really get us anywhere. No. You know, I'm not sure what his... You know, if, if you were sitting in his office and you were the lawyer say, for Associated Newspapers, and you say, why are you running this? I don't know what the answer to that is. Yeah, to, well, to make a, to cause a shitstorm. You know, to cause is... a shitstorm, to make a name for myself, yeah. not presumably to get the sacking of the ambassador, No, unless there's an even more sort of, you know, mysterious and mercurial power at work. I mean, any newspaper, the worst thing a newspaper can be is irrelevant and not talked about. Yes. So, he, I, you know, I understand why any editor would publish right. it. But, I mean, I... this week, for example, the idea that Trump... Um, sort of got out of the Iranian nuclear deal to spite Barack Obama. Yes. Entirely believable. Great story. But I don't know whether it's true. And yeah. also, I'm not sure what the point of it is. Yeah. Well, what I mean, it just shows it? his 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 capriciousness, doesn't right. it? Which, which, but again, we already So if know this that. is anti-Trump, then, yeah. why is it being punted supposedly no by idea. those who would be considered pro-Trump? No idea. And also, it damages... You know, if you are a believer in a no-deal Brexit, yeah. which Isabel Oakeshott and is... And a friend of Donald Trump. Then why would you publish something that makes the president, who, upon whom you now depend, mm. really pissed off? Right. So that doesn't make any sense. Unless it's a cover. So, this is well, when maybe, you start getting Mike, all, maybe all com- it is just a great story, and they thought, and, you know, give them credit where it's due, and yeah. they got a great story. I must admit, I do, and I'm no fan of Isabel Oakeshott's, and I can tell you why later. Uh, Please do, length. yeah. But... Um, this is a woman who has now been criticised by The Guardian, no less, and The Sunday Mirror, of more or less getting the information because she happens to have a boyfriend who is now an MEP for the Brexit Party and is the chairman of the Brexit Party, a guy called Richard Tice, yeah. which strikes me as the usual hypocritic, hypocritical you know, lefty bullshit. Here's a fellow sister doing very well, thank you very much, in the world of politics, yeah. and you accuse her effectively, and I think she's suing The Guardian, I think, because they more or less went further in a piece online, and more or less accused her of kind of getting her information by sleeping with people. Well, that's a, that is Which is horrendous. But this is their stock in trade. And, yeah, but this is their stock you know, in trade. You know, yeah. they can be as sexist as they like if you're a right-winger. You know, they can be as prejudicial as they want if you're a right-winger, and they can even threaten to have you killed yeah. if you're a right-winger. But, yeah. you know, if you say it to any of them... Oh my goodness me, that's awful. I, you know what? I don't disagree actually that there is a sort of holier than thou yeah. on the left. There um, really is. Uh, but nevertheless, um, she has got this scoop. They have run it. I wonder whether there is a sense that um, there does need to be some sort of first amend first amendment in the UK mm. that gives us 
absolute clarity that yes we you know as media as anybody yeah. as a private citizen you can publish what you want right. you know as long as it's not in malice yeah. as long as it's not defamatory you have a right to publish yeah. whenever I go to uh, but we don't have free speech no we country. don't no people do America we, is much more mate, free than we are honestly we're I, I was shocked last year. I went to a, a Google News conference yeah. in, uh, in Arizona and they started talking about the First Amendment mm. and free speech and all yeah. of this business. And it dawned on me that they are so much more at yeah. liberty than we are. Yeah. You know, they can say anything they this want. This is one of the reasons why on social media, Twitter have been very bad and very slow at kind of picking up the baton of regulation yeah. because their world is regulated. They don't get it. No, yeah. I mean, I remember, and this is going to a different sort of place but Fabrice Ramba you know the guy who collapsed on the pitch at Tottenham yeah. and was saved I remember the night that it happened and, and of course Twitter was, was all over the place with, with praise for him the doctors and all that there was one guy in Texas ghastly horrible racist who was sending the most god awful tweets at Fabrice Mwamba's account, right. calling him all sorts of really awful names. Yeah. And people were saying, we're going to report you, we're getting the cops around. And this guy was mocking them, going, no, you can't do yeah. that. I'm in Texas. That's right. I can say whatever the hell I like. Yeah. And I, you can't stop me. That's and right. that's true. So there's no sort of inciting racial hatred? No, there's no, there's, no, there's no that. I mean, I don't think... I think maybe now they have a hate crime law, but yeah. I mean, it's a very much more loose thing. Because what I was going to say to you was about... Once the Man on Sunday um, uh, published this stuff, and they ran on the front page the quotes both from Boris Johnson and Jeremy Hunt saying, you know, no newspaper editor should be intimidated by the police. You know, these are, um, you know, uh, they should be free to publish this information. La, la, la. This guy that I know said, well, how is that different from what Julian Assange did? Mm. You know, and the answer came back, well, um, he was using classified information which could have been in some way misused and which yeah. could have caused harm to people. But it's a very woolly well, area, I think, isn't it? So, so the difference between Julian Assange for me is that he just, and the same with uh, Edward Snowden, yeah. is that he they just dumped, yeah. with, they just dumped like huge amounts of Which uh, was documents. a mistake in lots of ways because nobody paid attention to him. No, that's a lot right, of it. that's right. Whereas but, if they'd done it one by one... Yeah. They would have got more out of it. So, so the act—it was almost like an act of vandalism mm. to me. It's like they—I mean, yeah. especially Edward Snowden, who, yeah. who I think you know quite maliciously just dumped a load of stuff yeah. without even knowing whether there was mm. anything in there. He couldn't possibly have checked it. All, no, could he? of course not. He didn't know anything about it. Right. So he just said, "Look, here's blur. Right. Here's all this stuff. Look how easy it is right. to uh, to steal mm. stuff." So it's a bit like if you're a uh, shopkeeper or you work in a shop. And you walk out with that night's yeah. till takings. Right. And then you say, the shopkeeper says, what the hell were you doing? You say, well, I was exposing your lack of security. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah. no, mate, you've just, no, you've you've just, just stolen. nicked a yeah. load of stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know? So so that's that's where I feel there's a slight difference. There's presumably, you know, maybe it's the case with these uh, Kim Darrick emails that whoever did them obviously was politically motivated, yeah. but maybe was politically motivated in what they thought was mm. a positive way that they were exposing... Some, well, something biased. At whoever the top goes of in Washington. to be the new ambassador will presumably say uh, at the very top of the conversation, "What are we doing about the security, yeah. which allowed somebody to access all the emails that, that I'm going to be sending?" Absolutely. I fucking hope you've changed it yeah. so that we're much tighter now than we used to be. We'll be going back to pigeon post. Well, I mean, <laughs> one of the things I said at the time when the story came out is, why would you send all of that information in a document? which, as we both said, is not particularly new, not particularly mm. newsworthy, not particularly informative to anyone. Yeah. Um, Instead of just phoning someone up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, there's a lot of reasons to not write stuff down. Yeah. You know? There's a lot of reasons why people yeah. don't do it. My God, honestly, you know, it's like... This, I mean, there's people think... who are now writing things on typewriters yeah. because they don't want it to be hacked. Yeah. 
Because it's the only sure way. Well, it makes perfect sense that you don't get hacked. All the stuff that you wrote blithely ten yeah. years ago, you know, and put out on social media yeah. when you were pissed and a dick, being right. a dickhead, and it can now come back and mm. absolutely oh, wreck yeah. your life. Somebody screenshotted yeah. it. Don't worry. Yeah. I mean, yeah. also now they make it very clear. I remember when we first had emails and we first had mobile phones. I mean, there was all kinds of things that were going on that would never go on now. Yeah. Um, but they now actually do say in most company sort of handbooks. Do not write a, uh, an official email, assuming that it's in any way private. That's right. Because well, there's people reading it. I remember the best rule anyone told me, and I only wish I could live by it myself, which is never say anything that you wouldn't say in a, you know, with a loud voice yeah. standing at the bar in a yeah. pub, you know, yeah. so that everyone can hear you. Exactly. Um, well, we used to call it the private eye test. You yeah. know, how how would it look in private eye if this yeah. came out? I can tell you from personal experience. Sometimes it doesn't look <laughs> great. <laughs> with the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Amazingly, I don't think I've ever been in private eye, which is Haven't you? which is more of an incredible. Oh my god, uh, that's an extraordinary kind of. I've uh, been in it three success. times. Twice I'm ashamed of, but right. once was a good one. Oh, was it? It was where Piers went up at some awards. Do Piers went up to Alan Rusbridge? Oh no, it was Richard Wallace. Oh yeah, went up furious to Alan Rusbridge, the editor of the Guardian, mm. and Richard was the editor of the Mirror. Right. Can't even remember what they were angry right. about, and Richard kind of like barked right. in, in uh, Rusbridge's face. He was good face. at it. He was very good at it. Yeah. and I'd said to. Um, my oppo at the Guardian yeah. in an email said, "I heard your boss shat himself right," which was which was then <laughs> obviously leaked by the Guardian guy to to private. Well, it was only some years earlier, wasn't it, that Piers and Rusbridge had a fight? Yeah, do you remember that great year where we all, for some reason, um, were following on from the, the 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 previous year where I think it was Jeff Sutton, yeah, um, had come out of a toilet covered in blood. No, wasn't it Don McKay? Who hit, no, who it was, hit him? No, it was McKay had hit him. Oh, or there'd been God. some kind of a punch up. We'll have to do a whole show for we Don should. McKay. Sometime. We should. Yeah. Um, well, maybe when one of us is going on holiday. Whatever, Don, just, I mean. just in case you're completely lost by now, Don McKay, was a, he's dead now, unfortunately. Yeah, he he's a legendary, hard-bitten Glaswegian yeah, journalist right. who uh, so many stories worked about at him. the Mirror. But, but this, yeah. this one was where we had the press awards. When the days of, of having good press awards were still, I don't think they're so good now. No, they're terrible. Although there is a re- more I know, Do you know story. how I know they're terrible? Because yeah. I've won loads of press awards recently. Well, there you go. Absolutely. <laughs> but it used to be a massive event. Everybody went, got completely pissed. It was a great night out. Everybody stayed out all night. But on this particular occasion, for some reason, this was the beginning of the end, I think, Microsoft had decided to get into the news business and they'd hired Jeff Sutton um, to work for them. Yes. And he was running this kind of you know news organisation which nobody, certainly in my time when we were proper press journalists, had no idea how it was That's working. Right. We were kind of going, well, sorry, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, oh, it's an online news service. Really? Well, what the fuck's the point of that? Yeah. You know, but they were sponsoring it. So they had the big table and he was their kind of main contact with all of the rest of the sports, of the newspaper world, right? Somehow he gets into a ruck with Mackay in the men's toilets oh, and man. Lloyd Embley was involved in some way. Yeah. Um, and Sutton comes out, he's just literally covered in blood. Yeah. I don't even know whose blood it was. It might not have been his. But it was all down the front of his dinner suit. No, shirt, I think you know. I think Mackay hit Lloyd Embley. Oh, maybe, yeah. And uh, So it might have been Lloyd Embley's That's uh, right. Blood. And it might have been yeah. Lloyd Embley. Now, the, now the, the supremo of the mirror. Of the, yeah. of the mirror. Yeah. And it all kind of kicked off. So the yeah. following year, I seem to remember, we all went. And the view from Piers' sort of world was, right, none of us are going to do anything. We're yeah. going to be very well behaved. We met up in the Zeta bar. 
um, which was downstairs, right, before in the, the Park Lane Hilton. And suddenly Jim Davidson appeared out of nowhere. I was there for this. Do you remember this? Yeah, 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 too. And he had this sort of dolly bird with him. <laughs> and he sort of looked around and saw a load of people that he recognised. He went, what the fuck are you lot doing in here? And Piers was like, it's the press awards dinner. And he's like, oh, shit. Yeah. I came in here for a bit of quiet. This is my new girlfriend. Nobody's supposed to know about her. And that was the start of the evening, I right? do watch. I can remember Des Lynham walking past you at the bar. And you just... No, that was a Pride of Britain. Was I that the Pride, that of Britain? Pride of Britain? And yeah. you said something very nasty. No, I didn't. I'll tell you what happened there. <laughs> I, it was Because uh, earlier on, before it started, we were at the bar and Des Kelly had, had introduced Des Lynham to me as yeah. the editor of the Welsh Mirror. Yeah. And Des said something like, well, what did you do to deserve that? You know, quite sort of, de- you know, denigrating, which I'm sure he was just trying to be funny. Yeah. So next time I saw him was after the, the, the lunch had taken yeah. place and I'd had quite a few more bottles of Sauvignon yeah. Blanc. And um, as he walked past me, I just went, oh, there he goes, yesterday's man. That's right. <laughs> you know, Kelly went nuts. And Kelly said, you can't talk to people like that. Yeah. I said, well, he fucking abused yeah, me before. Yeah, he said yeah. he did not abuse you. He just take the piss. I said, well, that's all I'm doing. <laughs> you know. And I don't think Des Lyden was too keen. He'd also, he'd, I think he'd just been dropped from that's right, whatever it was that he was doing. I remember doing. just like, him looking sort of like massively crestfallen and yeah. thinking, what have I, what's become of my world? Yeah. Well, anyway, I mean, back to... That's the way it goes. Anyway, so so Piers issues this instruction that nobody's to get into any trouble. Absolutely nothing bad should happen. He gets into two fights. Yeah. One with um, with Alan Rusbridge and the second one with Jeremy Clarkson. Jeremy Clarkson. Same night. Hit him. And, and, and I think... Either Clarkson or Piers dislocated their pinky because it wasn't a very good fight. No, Clarkson, uh, Clarkson uh, dislocated his finger. Finger because, punching Piers, right? Because Piers uh, turned round and sort of adopted the fetal position right. and Clarkson just <laughs> hit him on the top of the head. Yeah. I went in the next morning. And, and it was a really crap and fight, And I said, you, you, honestly, mate, you, uh, you completely bottled it, didn't yeah. you? And he sort of looked very sheepish yeah. and said, that is the absolute truth. Right. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> so, so, this, so that was the year. Yeah. That, 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 so, you know, after telling everyone that they must behave, then it all sort of kicked off. Yeah. Funnily enough, the final, my final sort of appearance as a mirror journalist there was the year after Piers got fired. And Clarkson, as usual, won columnist of the year, as he always did. And he came off to the side, but he came off into the mirror. That's and, of right. course, he'd slag Piers off. I was there. So you yeah, were, we, we were all we shouting were, at him. Well, I stood up in front of him yeah. and said, you know, the trouble with you. And I'm about <laughs> a foot shorter than him, right? And I said, the trouble with you, Clarkson. He's just a fucking cunt. That's your <laughs> fucking That's trouble. Right. And he shit himself. Well, I think I said something similar. Yeah. And then I left. And then like, he realised he was standing like in the mirror tables. I got up the. Uh, I got <laughs> onto the. I got on the escalator to leave. Right. right. And I turn around and there's Jeremy Clarkson yeah. right behind me. Right. And and he looks at me and he goes, "Oh God, you're from the mirror, aren't you?" And I said, "Yeah." And he said, "What is it? Why do you all hate me so much?" And we right. went on anyway. It turned out very nice guy. He said, "Look, do you want to lift home?" But you know <laughs> show me home. Well, this is the trouble. So much of that kind of posturing. Yeah, it's bollocks, isn't it? I mean, it you know, is. you end up. I mean, I remember in Scotland, you know, and Wales. I just kind of went into these places because I was the underdog, and in Wales, nobody wanted us there. Every other newspaper was owned by Trinity Mirror, yeah. and they hated the fact that we'd come in and basically just ripped them to shreds That's because true. they were local newspaper guys. They didn't know what they yeah. were doing. You know, Barry John sold his book to Wales on Sunday, which was the Sunday sort of big publication. Um, and we just went and found him one day in the pub and he told us a whole load of stuff that was in the book. 
which we splashed on the Saturday before they came out. Spoilers. And they went mad. Yeah. And they complained to the chief executive. There was a big to-do about it. And we went, look, we're just doing our job. If you buy somebody up, you better keep them fucking quiet. That's the If you don't know how term, to do that. By the way, if you don't know, is yeah. that's called a spoiler in yeah. the industry, which is where somebody else has done a big buy-up. Mm. And then you manufacture either out of cuts or yeah. nothing or get a genuine Or actually get to the guy original. And then you run it before yeah. the, the people who've paid the fortune. Yeah, because they just didn't know which Very end satisfying. was up. And mm-hmm. I mean, when I went to Scotland, it was the same because they were all very nice and cosy. They all had their little fiefdoms and nobody minded. Yeah. You know, I just went in with my fucking sort of hobnail boots. Yeah. And, well, it's changed you know, I started, completely now. I started a column called Scotia Nostra, yeah. which was like a gossip column, <laughs> which if I didn't have anything to put in all the bits, I'd make, make bits up, you know. <laughs> and you'd go, you know, which tabloid executive was caught out without his wife the other night? Yeah. A couple yeah. of people would ring me and go, why did you fucking put that in? <laughs> And I'd be like, oh, I didn't realise it was you. Well, that was you know? wasn't that um, wasn't that pioneered on three a.m. It was, and it was like, and it, it was, was you know, who who was found yeah. hanging out of the toilet with a line of coke if, on their yeah. face? Yeah, and, and it, it could it, be anybody. It could be anyone, and yeah. inevitably was someone. That's right. That's right. And who would sometimes, you know, bring? <laughs> and I remember there was a guy who used to work for um, the Sunday Times, whose name was. Um, I can't remember now, Anderson maybe? Anyway, we used to call him Hans Christian, whatever his name was, because <laughs> he kept making stories up, right? And we kept putting it in the in the column. And he eventually got a lawyer to send us a letter, which, of course, just made it worse. We just put that in as well. And eventually I was at some press fund lunch or something um, with him. Um, and I was, I used to, at the time, I had a pair of very expensive um, Dolce & Gabbana pointy black shoes that I bought in some, <laughs> in some shop, right, uh, you know, on a whim. 175 quid, most I'd ever bought, yeah. spent on shoes. Yeah. And he was talking to somebody at the corn, in the corner, this guy. I wish I could remember his name. And um, anyway, I walked over and there's some woman standing talking to him. I said, excuse me. She said, oh, excuse me, don't interrupt, please. Was that? No, I said, you shut up. I just need to tell, tell him something. I said, look, if you don't fucking call your lawyers off, I will come personally round to your office and I'll put you on the ground and I will stamp on your fucking head with my very expensive pointy Dolce & Gabbana shoes. I pointed at my shoes. Yeah. And I walked away, and he, he could see his face, the blood was sort of draining from his face, because they saw us as these yeah. kind of thugs from London. But we were. But we were, yeah. yeah. We were like, well, don't fuck with us, mate. But, it, I mean, it, on a serious point, it was it was an incredibly toxic environment. Mm. Any newsroom, you had to be tough oh, to yeah. survive. Because yeah. people were nasty. I mean, I remember people pulling people around by the hair, you know, and, yeah. and fighting, and, you know, proper fights, oh, yeah. you know, and people, like, Oh, it was incredibly aggressive, rows. yeah. It was incredibly aggressive. And, and you couldn't get away with any of that now. No. And, and thank God for that, really. No. Although I would have to say that the the positive upside from all of that mm. testosterone and aggravation was that you did, like, compete like crazy oh, against yeah. each other. You yeah. Know? And, and, and I, I suppose the other downside of all of that was that there might have been people who were kind of caught in a crossfire yeah. who were members of the public. Totally. Because I remember when they changed the laws on kind of, um, I suppose it was post-Diana, and what you could do and what you couldn't do, and the fact that you couldn't publish certain things. I remember saying to somebody once, yeah, it's all very well saying you can't publish stuff, but that doesn't stop you from harassing people yeah. or knocking on the door. You well, know. People were vile to Diana, do you remember? Yeah. I mean, for well, the paparazzi in particular, yeah. I mean, people just to try and get a reaction. People won't believe uh, that this is mm. true, but paparazzi photographers would spit at her yeah. to just get her to snarl at them. Yeah. You know, and so it was absolutely. Well, impossible. I knew a guy, I don't know if you ever remember a guy called Phil Ramey in yes, um, California, yeah. who was half Iranian, half American, madman. Yeah. He used to ring me, when I was working in New York, he used to ring me and leave me messages and things like, you know, 
the bitch has left him. Yeah. Which meant that Madonna and split up with Sean Penn. Right. He was one of the guys up in the helicopters, you know, when they got married in Malibu. Right, yeah. Um, and he used to send them all Christmas cards. He sent Christmas cards of everyone he'd papped. And it was him hanging out of a helicopter giving the middle finger. Nice. Merry Christmas from Phil Ramey. Nice you guy. made me 25 grand. Oh, my I God. I mean, just unbelievable. And I think he was also the guy that threw himself on the uh, front bonnet of the of the first limo taking Rock Hudson's coffin out of oh his house. Oh, my God. I mean, just incredible. I mean, horrible, horrible people. Just ghastly. But the, I mean, but the truth is... the honest, But they got the shot. The honest truth is, is that we put money in their pockets. Yeah. Because, and then the, the even worse truth, just in case any of the listeners are feeling pious and holier than thou, yeah. is that the reason we were putting money in their pockets is because People you out there the wanted to see the yeah. pictures and would pay money yeah. to see the pictures. Now, of course, I'm going to finish up with a very interesting tale because it involves the new European... How about this, right? I don't know if you've seen this Boycott Morrison's campaign that's going on at the moment. You've no, I this? haven't. No. This started yesterday on Twitter. Yeah. Somebody took a picture in a Morrison's in Yorkshire of a what it's like, you know when you put papers in a yeah. in a stand. Yeah. And it was the Brexiteer or the Brexiter, whatever yes. this new paper is that the Brexit Party. Is it on sale in Morrison's? Well, it's in Morrison's in this picture, right? Right. Morrison's have said we do not um sell in it. any way sell or endorse political products. Right. Um so, so are they it saying may well they be, don't sell it? They're saying they don't sell it. Right. So it may well be that some very keen sort of Brexiteer has right. put a load of papers in right. a, in what is meant for a free um, newspaper handout. Right. But people have started emailing and tweeting Morrison, saying right. we're now boycotting Morrison's until you get rid of all this stuff. Well, Other t- people have said, oh no, but they stopped the New European. Yes, they did So I was going to ask you. So they did. And this is why I'm, I'm fascinated mm. to, to hear this, right. because... If if Morrison's are stocking this uh, the Brexiteer yeah. thing, which is by the way is a pile of shit. I haven't seen it. I mean, honestly, I'd, I'd say this is a professional journalist, yeah. not somebody with an actual. Do you know grind. who's putting it together? Absolute bollocks. I don't. Right. It's certainly not anybody who's got any journalism experience. Right. It's awful. But yeah, Morrison's wouldn't won't sell the New European because they say you know it's too politically biased. To which I say, <laughs> well, well, like the well, Daily the, Mail, for instance, say. you know, so they're, okay, the they're okay with the sub. You know, so the so, so they won't sell us. See, uh, that's ridiculous yeah. to me, isn't it? Totally. I mean, they if they don't want to have any political bias, then don't they should, sell newspapers. Well, or sell all of them. Yeah. Do they sell the Morning Star? I doubt it. You know, but they won't. They won't sell us. Uh, uh, everybody else does. Right. Um, but uh, Asda, we had a little struggle with, but Morrison's just kind of stand out there. I mean, what I was going to say is that it shows once again this kind of toxic atmosphere that we now live in, where people are actually saying, "I'm not going to go to a supermarket because you're selling a paper I don't like." Yeah. I can't ever imagine saying that. Yeah. You know, and I was walking up the road to come in here thinking to myself, could there be a situation where I wouldn't go into a Morrison's because of something they were selling? Yeah. I mean, even if they were selling copies of Mein Kampf, yeah. I don't think I'd stop shopping there. Yeah. You know, because we are meant to live in a free world. I don't want to buy Mein Kampf. I don't particularly want to see anybody selling it. Well, it was, it was interesting, Mein Kampf, that you stumbled on that example because mm. it was... I think the copyright or the German changed its law so you could actually publish it about right. four or five years ago. Oh, really? And it was the first time it had ever been in print yeah. since the Second World right. War. And they printed hundreds of thousands of copies of it as this right. great demonstration of freedom of, yeah. of the press right. and publishing. And they sold about 20 copies. Right. And no one's interested in it. Right. So th- so it is fine. I think products should be able to live or die yes. by their own by popularity. audience. Yeah. You know, and who is Morrison's to say that you're not going to be... Popular. So my take on this is is that they should sell the Brexiteer, yeah. and but they should also sell the New European as yeah. well, side by side. No, I agree with that. I think we can always end on a moment of um, clarity yes. and something we both agree on. agreement. We'll yeah. go off for a group hug now. I think we should do that. Yeah, very much so. You'll bring the uh, chamomile tea, shall I? <laughs> <laughs> with the Thought Police. See you next week.
met up in the Zeta bar, um, which was downstairs, right, before in the, the Park Lane Hilton. And suddenly Jim Davidson appeared. Well, I was there for this. Do you remember this? Yeah, yeah, too. And he had this sort of dolly bird with him. <laughs> and he sort of looked around and saw a load of people that he recognised. What the fuck are you lot doing in here? And Piers was like, it's the press awards dinner. And he's like, oh, shit. Yeah. I came in here for a bit of quiet. This is my new girlfriend. Nobody's supposed to know about her. you're going to be two-faced you're going to be uh, telling one thing to one crew crowd and telling one thing to another thing to somebody else but you mustn't ever get caught surely the point about being a diplomat is that you don't get caught out so what about these emails then so somebody has got them someone's mm. passed them on to a journalist yeah. who is a very pro-Brexit journalist yeah. and, uh, she well has... she's now described as a cross between a journalist and an activist which I think is right well there's a lot of them about it. yeah there are yeah. and you're one of them well I'm not no that's <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I've opened myself up to that. As he walked past me, I just went, oh, there he goes, yesterday's man. That's right. You know, <laughs> Kelly went nuts. And Kelly said, you can't talk to people like that. Yeah. I said, well, he fucking abused yeah, me before. Yeah. He said he did not abuse you. He just take the piss. I said, well, that's all I'm doing. <laughs> you know. A couple of people would ring me and go, why did you fucking put that in? And I'd be like, oh, I didn't realise it was you. Well, that was you wasn't know. that um, wasn't that pioneered on three a.m. It was, and it was like, and it, it was, was, you know, who, who was found yeah. hanging out of the toilet with a line of coke if, on the Yeah, and, and it, it could it, be anybody. It could be anyone, and yeah. inevitably was someone. That's right. The trouble with you, Clark, is just a fucking cunt. That's your yeah, fucking that's problem. Right. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.